man, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go to like an old man bar out in the country and just release my horny powers and leave. And <laughs> let me party it up and just like have a beautiful night and then like get up the next morning and be like, well, let's never speak of this again, but always hold it in our hearts. I'm beginning to think I may have to think a little further in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Just the next morning. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Is it? We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey, what's this month's theme? I'm closing out the domestic girlfriend tab. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really weird movie theme. Why did you open Uh, it again? Closing out the domestic girlfriend That's where I had to get those pictures from to put in the chat. Listen, it's the Christmas holiday, and we're kind of on a budget, and we want to get you guys something, but I wouldn't be expecting that Gucci name brand shit. So we can't afford a real blockbuster, so we're going for mockbusters. We're doing off-brand cereal month. Yeah. Torny the Tigger. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Oh, no. No. Nope. What? just feels offensive. Calm down, Dave. Last week, Jay brought Sinister Squad, which was something. Sinister. This week, Dave, what did you bring for us? I desperately needed to break this cycle of Asylum films. So I went with uh, a... (laughs) I went with a (laughs) Chinese movie from 2011. It's Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Unrelated to the Incredibles. Dev, please don't sue us. (laughs) All right, Dave. First, we're going to need an elevator pitch for Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, where you sell us on the movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You got tapped to be the John McCarthy of the government's next top kung fu model. Unfortunately, (gasps) it's just a front for an evil kid with a bad attitude who's going to steal all your memories. In the last 10 seconds, as your memories are torn from your mind, make them a pitch for this movie. Retired kung fu superheroes try to save the day and spice up their marriage with toxic jealousy and fistfights. Five seconds. There's not a whole lot of plot here. As there shouldn't be. It's a kung fu movie. We don't need much. Just an excuse. Casey, the evil genius, has just succeeded in sucking out my memories. Uh, Unfortunately, he didn't really think through whose memories he was sucking out. And uh, just the full depravity of it has just hit him, and he is lashing out in every possible direction. You're standing off to the side. Uh, So in the 10 seconds before you get hit with his new superpowers, sell us on this movie. Side note before I start this, I just want to say it wouldn't take him long to suck out your memories because I know, like me, you are missing most of your yeah, 20s. Yeah, no, I... Like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say a good it's third of your gap. life right. that is like, wait, what? I've been the- I've been keeping that slate pretty clean for whoever yeah. wants to come along next. So. Honestly, I kind of want to watch mine. Oh, God, no, I'm going to cringe myself to death. I think I would die of embarrassment first. I'm probably going to die of embarrassment, <laughs> actually. All right. An old-timey, desperate housewives couple in rural China reignites the spark in their stale relationship by going back to their superhero roots. Seven seconds. 
I sound yeah. like I was from fucking Ohio there for the end. Gross. <laughs> I don't Mace. know. Because uh, you were you talking guys... about fucking rural China. Anywho, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible opens with married couple, gazer warrior, and aroma woman living in their small <laughs> rural town hell. Like, it takes a month for them to get their newspaper rural. It's way out there. See, the pair weren't always townies. They used to be superheroes capable of incredible mm, mm, feats. Mm, 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 mm. No, Jay. I hate okay. you what you did there. Hold on, I've got more. Just just wait. The couple has new identities as Juan and Rouge. Just your average restaurant-owning couple catering to the needs of the annoying regulars to camp your table, loudly talk shit, and don't fucking tip. You are getting spit in your food, ladies. You're welcome. <laughs> The monotony of their new assumed identities has taken its toll on the pair, and they find themselves desperate for a change. All the while secretly pining for the days when Gazer, whose powers are laser eyes, a la Superman, and Aroma, Ooh. who I, I guess smells good, is her power? I don't know. Probably not smelling like shit like other peasants during the time. The fact that she <laughs> didn't have a smell, everyone's like, wow, she, who is she? They are quite literally horny for action. Because since they stopped getting it, they've stopped getting it on, if you know what I mean, right? I don't know what you mean, it's, though. It's sex. It's oh. sex. Okay. It's suburbia problems, right? The Not Incredibles do the ancient Chinese suburbia equivalent of looking for a new house in the country to try for a baby. Try being the operative term, though, because it's a situation that leads them to consulting a doctor that explains Rouge's pulse is too slow to get pregnant and Juan has a... Kidney problem. Yeah, when he pees, it sounds like a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, so like, pew, were they pew, saying. Pew, pew, pew. That, okay, was that a bad translation, Dave? Was it supposed to be like a prostate problem? Maybe China just hasn't quite gotten yet to shoving fingers in buttholes to check the prostate. I don't know. I don't know. They'll get there. That's a dong jump. Just as they're about to die from boredom, they learned that the ancient Chinese UFC is coming to town. Juan finds himself charged with making sure the masters from each clan are fed and taken care of, but instead spends his time hanging out with a young girl, Phoenix Blue, apprentice to the Blue Clan. They are also differentiated, Dave, by their sweet-ass hats. It's a fact we cannot forget. So many good hats. Phoenix recognizes Juan's eyes as gazer warriors, like right off the fucking bat. In an earlier flashback, we learned that she was a little girl that he saved, and then she grew up all horny for gazer. Which is weird. How do you remember the eyes of someone you met when you were, like, five? I think she was, like, eight, but also she saw them for, like, <laughs> three seconds. It's like, here's this dumb windmill that he gave back to her. You notice she still had <laughs> he it. He didn't even take. He just, he says, I'm gazer warrior, not geezer warrior, you bitch, and then just left. Yeah, she still said it wrong when she met him again as an adult, so... Juan plays coy, instead managing to selectively not mention that he's married to her. They flirt like middle school kids passing notes. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Word gets back to his wife of his behavior, and she is reasonable. I Okay, she takes a while. And, oh, all right, she just, she flips out, is what she does. Yes. I think she was reasonable. It can be both. Rouge isn't speaking to Juan, but she does still love him enough to bail him out when he runs out of food for the warriors. Just as things are getting back on track, Juan keeps putting himself in compromising positions, pissing off Rouge so much that she accidentally throws the tournament. 
I think that the final straw is when Juan brings not only all of the masters, but also Phoenix Blue to the romantic dinner. Like, bitch, you killed the vibe. Juan finally admits that he actually put Phoenix up to the act of chasing him just to piss off his wife so that she her heart rate would get up and they could get pregnant. It's not a good plan. You know what? None of us have kids, so That's... I don't know how babies are made. And if you think about it, most of the people we know with kids have pretty fucking chaotic relationships. So That's true. I mean, I feel like that could help pregnancy if you just like want to like, you know, you want to like hate fuck someone all the time. You're going to have a baby with that person. Are you? Follow me for more medical advice. <laughs> Casey at Shitty Cinema. All right, well, I don't claim to understand old timey doctors or new timey doctors for that matter. I'm very unhealthy. Rue suggests the pair come out of retirement because she's noticed there's something fishy going on with the tournament. Sure enough, a fortuitous eclipse brings out evil powers in the young Grandmaster Rouge was flirting with. His extraction technique is sucking the kung fu from everyone he touches. Mm. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible finally Crazy. get the action that they're looking for, but just Crazy. like us, getting older makes you much more liable to get your ass kicked. Juan gets overtaken by the apprentice, and Rouge tries to save him, getting trapped right alongside him. As they watch their memories and powers get drained, Rouge gets the bright idea to also have the villain take the memories of the tree they're underneath. Because, you know, that's wild, right? Tree's probably got a lot of memories. Hey, remember when all those people stuck a knife in my bark and carved their name in me? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so there's probably a lot of that. Yeah. For sure. Bad guy finds out what happens when you download a tree. Uh, you die, and good triumphs <laughs> over evil. You wouldn't download a tree. This is why you don't. And if you pirate DVDs, you're going to fucking die. Guaranteed. Meanwhile, Juan and Rouge finally get pregnant, have a super baby, and retire with that wasp cream. Wasp cream is the most un-Wu-Tang thing I can think of. (laughs) I appreciated that when uh, Gazer and Aroma Woman were courting each other, they went to a fairgrounds and used their superpowers to cheat. At tournaments yeah, and games and would. stuff because yeah, yeah like that's a hundred percent how i would use superpowers if i had them i'm not helping anyone i'm just going to the fair and cheating at all the games that's why i get fucked up to go to cedar point because my superpowers i get really good at fair games when i'm trashed and i win shit all right you've like, seen it jay you know that uh the the ladder one where you have to climb up the ladder without yes. falling over imagine how easy that would be if you could fly you just Hover yeah. over it and pretend like you're climbing with your powers. Right. right. I mean, you could also employ some dead teenagers because that's what we did in that mostly ghostly movie when he was climbing the rope. Mm. So superpowers or dead teens. Yeah, superpowers or ghost powers. Either way, go to the fair and cheat at games. That's Cheating at petty shit. Like, I'm listen, I'm not going to go, like, I'm not going to assassinate the president. Uh, it, whatever. I just want to win at games, mostly, and win free drinks at the bar. The end of the the game where you have to throw the rings on bottles? Yeah, yeah. Damian Wayne just picks up six rings and just zeroes all of them simultaneously. Sure, sure, why not? I really just wanted you to say Damon Wayans, and I was like, you're not showing me the video. <laughs> <laughs> Damon Wayans secretly loves to fuck with fair games. I'm like, of course he does. Let me watch. All right, well, technically this is a superhero film. Is it? Technically. Okay. So 
let's I guess let's start off by talking about Mr. and Mrs. Incredible and their superpowers. So Mr. Incredible, Gazer Warrior, pretty straightforward. You know, he's got what, like super strength. Mm-hmm. Um weirdly super eyesight. He complains constantly about how the words are too small in the newspaper, but then if you hold it like a hundred feet away, he can read it. I don't understand Straight that up, at all. I do because that's how my mom is. She is super far sighted. So like if she doesn't have her glasses or her contacts in, it's like a hold the menu across the table from her. Mom is gazer. Okay. So that's not even a superpower then. He just has like no, three hundred twenty vision. Yes. <laughs> and his namesake, he can shoot laser beams out of his eye like Superman. Um Although they're invisible laser beams, which is even better. Yeah, you can get away with anything. Yeah. Oh my god, you can learn how to laser beam the brown note and just make people shit their pants, which I would also do at the fair. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to wait in line for this ride. I'm just going to make everybody shit themselves so they have to leave, and then I'll walk right on. He doesn't really fly, right? He he like leaps, like and he just wire buildings foods. in a single pile. Yeah, it's, but they're. It, uh, Aroma Woman has the power to have some kind of floating things because she floats them down at the end. Yeah, they're like uh, they're like some type of puffer fish. She's just yeah, got a bunch of them the strung market. together like the balloons and up that they're standing yeah, on top of. They were selling them in the market earlier in the film. I, I just think their powers depended on what kind of scene they needed to shoot. Because right. <laughs> Aroma Woman... A rebel woman has a similar power suite. She's got super strength. She's got wire foo powers. Um, and then she also has some type of, like, she can make smells. And, yeah, as near as I can tell, it basically just doses people with ecstasy is what Love it seems like it. in the movie. Yeah, it's just oh MDMA. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just imagine you're going to court. You don't want to pay this fine. You're really hoping that the cop doesn't show up when you go to fight this ticket. But he does. What's your next move? Do you pay the $115 for speeding? Or do you release horny pheromones and everybody's just like dancing and rubbing on tables? And they're like, is case dismissed? And they're like, yes, girl, go. And then you just leave and you don't get any points on your license. I haven't thought about this a lot already. <laughs> I'm just saying. So we don't see many other people in this with superpowers um, other than the gang that they break up at the beginning that has various animal themed kung fu powers. So weird. Yeah. The four pest gang, which consists of a toad man, a snake man. Okay. Time out. The snake guy reminds me of this random ass video (laughs) of a wrestler who's got like a long sock on his arm and no, it's not mankind. And the sock, he is colored to make it look like a snake. And he's about to do a finishing move on a guy in the ropes. When like another guy comes out with like a clarinet and starts playing music to the snake. And he like all of a sudden loses control of his hand and his hand attacks himself as a snake. And honestly, it is the video that I've watched a lot. It's like a fucking like an eight second GIF loop, but I love it so much. And this uh, had that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yes. Oh and wrestling's a lot better than we give it credit for sometimes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Perfect. It was perfection. I loved the snake guy. 
Yeah, the, the, the past four were barely even superheroes in the sense that at least we would think of them in this on this side of the ocean. They're pretty much just classic kung fu animal powers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the toad guy, he he was like blew up and shit though. He was like magical. Yeah, he sucked in a bunch of air and was going to launch himself at Mr. Incredible, but then Mr. Incredible, I think, blew a boogie at him to pop him and send him flying out of the room like a balloon. Yeah. Also, the snake guy, he just stepped on and whipped around. Yeah, he slapped him a couple of times and then stepped on him. He ridiculed the guy scorpion style. because Yeah, the scorpion guy. He was like... Doing almost a push-up, but had one leg backward with a knife off of the boot. And it was completely impractical, and that was kind of hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's not I a very effective joke. fighting style. Right. It was a great joke. I don't want to have to heel kick everyone I fight. That that just seems unintuitive. Dave, I also think you forgot to mention that he also had a bat signal. Oh, yeah, it's just a giant paper lantern they send up when they need him. And then we see later in the movie that there's like 40 of these goddamn things up every single night. Yeah. Are there other superheroes in this universe? We aren't shown anyone other than Gazer Warrior and Aroma Woman. Also, it's worth pointing out, uh, Aroma Woman has an antidote that she has to give people for her power, for her ecstasy power after the fact, which kind of implies that I think it's permanent unless you give them the (laughs) antidote. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and she suggests to leave one guy a couple extra days before giving him the end of them, which yeah. doesn't work instantly. It, it takes like a day or two. So, possibly. Hey. So, Case, I can already tell you're just going to turn into like Johnny Horny Seed, just flying <laughs> cross country. You're horny. And dosing you're everyone horny. indiscriminately. You're horny. Everybody's horny. In all of the states where they're like legislating against gay marriage, Oh, man, watch out. I'm getting on an Amtrak train and just everybody's getting pegged tonight. (laughs) You'll want to legalize it as soon as you try it. Just roll up to an NRA meeting and let shit get weird. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't like maliciously do it to anyone except for criminals. She's fighting as Aroma Woman. Like one of the. One of the Kung Fu masters is a dick bag to her. Right. Why didn't she dose the guy who was a dick bag to her and embarrass him in front of his peers? I don't know. Can you see the pheromones? We can, but I think that might just be movie magic. I kind of look like you could see them coming at you because the uh, abusive husband in the beginning of the movie that she saves the woman from seemed to be tracking it with his eyes like he stopped what he was doing i was trying to figure out if you could see it or not because i was like "Ooh, if you can't see it then huh, oh that my would God. probably change how i use that power i forgot yeah? about the Tell abusive me. husband <laughs> oh man i assume it must have been a translation thing but the man literally had a line that was and i'm paraphrasing but i'm not barely paraphrasing I'm drunk, and a drunk man has to beat his kids and shout at his wife. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it said. (laughs) God, I love kung fu movies. I've got that scene on right now. (laughs) It's the scene I'm watching. She also seems to possibly have, like, Reed Richards stretchiness. 
Because their neck turns all the way around. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hated that scene, and I blocked it out immediately. <laughs> <for reminding me>. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, did you not like it when her head spun around and she stared at him? She doesn't have I control over it, though. Mr. Incredible or Gazer Warrior's giving her a neck massage, and he gets a little too zealous and just yanks that, her Jay. head around backwards. You have done that. I mean, me. it's totally different between me, who can't literally twist your head around backwards, and someone who has superpowers who can literally twist your head around backwards. What about Mr. Incredible? I almost said Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Incredible. <laughs> He sneezes fucking bullets. He sneezes and blows like three holes in their stove. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jay almost sneezes like that. You've heard him sneeze. I, have. I do it's have some violent. fucking violent no, sneezes. No, 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 no. But imagine I like. if I could sneeze fucking holes and shit. That would be terrible. Not My sneezing. allergies are awful. I'm going to say you're nose blowing. You could nose blow a bullet through something. <laughs> you're one of the most aggressive nose blowers I've ever met in my life. So... This does raise Dave's another question. I am not turned on by your mucus, but this yeah, does raise another okay. question. So, Mr. Incredible Gazer Warrior, you know, whatever, because the, the name is just an excuse for marketing. Gazer Warrior sneezes and blows boogers so hard they blast a hole in a, a iron stove. What does this imply about other evacuations of his body? Yeah, she's going to have a cast iron womb, man. Because right. Is, his, did his he have to marry a superhero? Probably, yeah. Are you doing the whole fucking, is this mall rats all over again, Dave? It is, okay. yeah, 100%. If we're yeah, going to okay. go the mall rats route, I have a quick question about the guy that absorbs your memory through trees and anything sure. you pick up. What if sure. I picked up, like, a butt plug? Would he remember, would he share the memories of that butt plug of, like, every ass it's ever been in? I hope so. I'm curious. if Is it is it just living things? Yeah, I was not clear on how that worked. Because, like, otherwise, shouldn't it have already triggered from just, like, the ground underneath everyone that he was sucking the memories out of? Yeah, okay, so even if it was just hand-to-hand contact, the dirt she's touching, that's way older than the tree. Yeah, I think it's arbitrary, and it doesn't yeah. make any sense. And if you're trying to, we to need figure answers. out the rules. All right, so our, our evil hero, who has the superpower of extracting memories from people and apparently trees. So what's yeah, the, the young worst, grandmaster. Yeah. So what's the worst possible thing you could extract the memories out of for that? I mean, I'm going to say uh, Donald Trump's golden toilet seat. Oh, I was going to say that. No way. I think way. that's the worst memory no you could way. dump in there. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is the same thing I was going to say. <laughs> Glad no. to be on the same page. <laughs> I'm going to go dark and say Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't feel good. Don't, I ruined don't the speak. podcast. I know just good what night. you're thinking. Which, okay, which would be worse? The memories of a butt plug or the memories of a cock ring? I was just, oh, man. I'm going to say memories of a butt plug, which sounds like the like porno <laughs> version of memoirs <laughs> of a geisha. But I'm going to say memories of a butt plug because uh, uh, most of your memories are tied to smell. 
So mm, I'm, mm, I don't okay. want that smell. I hadn't considered that angle. Yeah. I mean, a cock ring isn't going to be much better. But hey, maybe sometimes it's just for masturbation. Maybe there'll be a few memories that don't smell like butter pussy or balls. <laughs> but, you know. Dave, you said earlier you didn't. Well, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Let me ask you this. I open this question to the room. Do you think Mr. and Mrs. Incredible were hashtag relationship goals or hashtag toxic? No, they're they're incredibly toxic to each other. This is not a healthy relationship we're shown in this film. Like the doctor says that she needs to get her heart rate up to get pregnant. So, okay. to be fair. Aroma Woman is the one who said who originally proposes the idea that, like, hey, maybe we should get in a fight to, like, get the blood rate up. And Mr. Incredible just immediately starts insulting his wife. Immediately. Who is visibly uncomfortable with this, and he rolls with it for, like, a week after that. Yeah, he seemed a little too comfortable. He has that. been waiting for the excuse to start degrading his wife. It's not so- cool. I'll be honest with you. When I watched it, I thought when she reacted so visibly and started crying, I'm like, oh, man, that was a bad idea. Obviously, this plot line is dead. Right. And they're going to come up with some other way. Like, this was the first try failure. <laughs> right. They're going to start the next one. And then he starts getting in a fight with her again. And I'm going like, I don't. Why, why is he doing that? <laughs> but I, she doesn't she doesn't like that. Don't do it. No, 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 right. no. Like, I don't want to watch a man cock his wife for an hour and a half in an attempt to get her pregnant. That's not I'm a pleasant it. relationship. 30 minutes right. tops. <laughs> Actually, 18 seems to be about right. <clears throat> Two hours, not so much. Wait, back to the original question. I think that Mr. and Mrs. Incredible have a healthy relationship. You know why? Okay, because how? No, yeah. Sure. Th- I'm telling you, shut up. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Because they've been together like 10, 12 years, and they have never fought before. They've literally had no hiccups in their relationship until now. Does that make them healthy? No, because we... Yes, they're trying out new stuff. They're trying... It's the spaghetti approach. They're growing together. You're going to try and fail with stuff. I think they do a really good job, and they end up with their end goal of they want a baby in a house, and everything seems chill as fuck at the end of the movie. Well, no, they have fought, because we we know in the movie that she has been trying to get him to shave his beard for an incredibly long time, and he keeps not doing it. That's true. Also, 100% on his... She just makes comments. Yeah, okay. As someone who wears a beard, stop making comments about how we need to shave our fucking beard. It's, it's just stop it. I don't it. say stop shit it. about your beard. We I'm, fucking... This is not for you. I'm just putting it out into the universe. Uh, as someone who can't grow a beard, go ahead and talk shit to people that can. Resentment, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and his anti-beard policies, stop. No, I'm, I'm going to say I think they have a healthy relationship the movie, they have to have conflict to have a movie. And it seems like they've never had conflict before. So I'm going to vote them healthy. Yeah, I'm, okay. Plus, but with her powers, no offense, babe, I would have fucked you up by now. Oh, yeah, you would have. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> 
fucked you up by now. I fucked up badly. You I bring have a fucking seventeen year old to my house. Nah, no, 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 no. I've nah. never brought a seventeen year old to your house. You do, and I'm gonna use my superpowers on your pee pee. It's done. Wait, are you implying the super strength extends to her keggles? No, I'm gonna just like flick him in the tip of the dick and but like flick the dick just off. Bring a seventeen oh, god. to my house. The fuck. Ooh, I'm just like mad at you now, just thinking about it. <laughs> you just Come did it here. to Jay with your mind. Come up here. I'm gonna say something to you, David. Yeah. I don't think do this it, was a bad movie. Oh, Casey's I don't think this not a bad movie as shitty cinema. I think this was a good movie. I mean, I I have said this before. I will say it again. Virtually all kung fu kind of counts as a bad movie because they're almost never well written. It's not the point. Good writing is less time for good punching. So I'm fine with that. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily good. Okay, this was not action-packed. There wasn't a lot of punching, and honestly, I feel like Mr. and Mrs. Incredible had wonderful on-screen chemistry. Yeah, I did, they too. Felt they felt like a it. married couple. I yeah. felt like they were really had that like friendship of a long-term married couple. Okay. I agree. I loved their on-screen chemistry. The two of them were fun. I'm going to counter... With everyone else in the film. <laughs> like, the what about garlic and onion, Dave? Right. Garlic and onion? Terrible. The three old ladies who have a whole monologue about how much better it is to, or how much sexier it is to be fat than to be skinny. The green kung fu master. Okay, King Kong. King Kong is someone who we haven't talked about yet, who was oh. the super nerdy guy oh, that had yeah. a boner. For Phoenix Blue, and eventually, Mr. Incredible wants the cats out of the bag. He's married. You know, it's like, hey, here's how you talk to girls. King Kong fucks it up completely. He's like this super snobby rich guy who's like, did I mention I'm a king? What's up, ladies? And, yeah, he's, uh, of course, uh, he Phoenix Blue just keeps, like, you know, shrugging him off. Come to find out, he's the motherfucking emperor of China. Yeah, but that's a common trope. All right. You know, the the secret emperor. And he's just the, like, goofy buffoon character from every kung fu movie. When he shows up as the emperor at the end of the movie, he immediately trips over his own two feet and just face plants into the dirt. And it's right. not even a good pratfall. Right, right. I don't know, but I enjoyed it. Like, I am... Okay, so I am a sucker for Chinese theater. I love... Chinese theater and one of the things that I think Mr. and Mrs. Incredible did really well is some of those Chinese theater elements that are really are really campy and over the top but they they tell a fun story and it works for me and and okay so so I I give Casey a lot of shit because she's like this is not a bad movie and I'm like get off of it Casey this is shitty cinema we we fucking we make up the rules and then we throw them out we, we do whatever the fuck we want like that but go on so <laughs> it's true. So I, I, I kind of agree with Casey though. This, this kind of wasn't a bad movie. Like maybe, and maybe I'm jumping the gun on, would you watch it again? But I, 
really felt like I had a lot of fun with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Also, it's important to point out that Jay is a slut for Chinese theater, and we almost (laughs) ran away with the Shen Yun Circus until we found out it was a religious cult, so we didn't. But we should have definitely went to the car and smoked because the guy behind us did during the intermission. And I was just wanting to be like, oh, my God, can I just like lick your hands? <laughs> this is getting a lot. This Pass it is back becoming here, bro. a lot. The second act is even more. Even more. All right. Well, since we're all trying really hard not to do this ahead of time, let's just cut to the chase. Casey. 2011's Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, would you watch it again? Fuck yeah. I had a really good time with this movie. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a a good, like, slice of life superhero movie. I wish it had a little more action. I wish there was some more action in it. But honestly, the two main characters played off each other so well. They had fantastic chemistry. I... Yeah, I absolutely would. How about you, Jay? 2011's Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Would you watch it again? Man, I am totally with you, Casey. Yes, absolutely. I love it was. I love that it was campy in the right kind of way. The characters were were characters. They hammed it up. It was cheesy. They never, you know, this could have been. They could have tried to take some of this seriously, and it would have, I think, fallen flat. But because they had so much chemistry and fun with it. I had a blast watching it. Like, I was genuinely just sucked into the movie. I'm excited to watch it again. So, yes, absolutely. I will watch Mr. and Mrs. Incredible again. But, Dave, it's up to you. 2011's Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, would you watch it again? You know, Casey, I would be inclined to agree with you, at least for its genre, kung fu or uh, more accurately a wuxia film, that this isn't a bad movie. Were it not for the fact that it was made in 2011 and by 2011 standards, at least the budget and the special effects of it. I mean, this is a year after the first Detective D movie came out and you look at the two of those side by side, the same genre, drastically different quality that you're getting out of the films. But that being said, this was goddamn delightful. I had a shit ton of fun. <laughs> I could have done with more kung fu in it and some more wire foo fights in it. Agreed. But it's Agreed. still a really fucking fun movie. And I right? am absolutely going to watch this Woo! again. So yeah, that's a that's a hard yes from me. So, all right, guys, that's it. Three out of three of us. I think that's our first of the month. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible was delightful, and every single one of you should go out and watch it again. It's on YouTube for free, so just, you know, Google it. You'll find it. So that's it for me. Casey, what are we going to be doing next week? Next week, we have a very special guest for the end of the year. We are bringing on Toby, a good friend of the podcast, and he is going to be bringing a super secret surprise mockbuster. Um... I'm very excited. So we're going to be surprised next week. And in the meantime, follow us on social media, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema or shittycinema.com. Check the show notes if you didn't catch all that. And if you want to help us out, give us a thumbs up on Facebook and share this podcast with a friend. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, pick a fight, Get pregnant. Don't do that. We're overpopulated. You guys, stop.
that. Just adapt one. Uh -huh.